Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Monday the 6th of December or the 2nd of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. Today we have also the last day of Hanukkah, the 8th day of Hanukkah this year. And the parasha this week is called Bayigash, that means he drew near. And the Torah portion is Genesis chapter 44 verse 31 through chapter 45 and verse 7. Let's bless the Lord and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, since his life is bound up in the boy's life, it will happen when he sees that the boy is no more, that he will die. Your servants will bring down the gray hairs of your servant, our father, with sorrow to Sheol. For your servant, my father, Excuse me, for your servant became surety for the boy to my father, saying, If I do not bring him to you, then I will bear the blame to my father forever. Now therefore, please let your servant stay instead of the boy, my lord's slave, and let the boy go up with his brothers. For how will I go up to my father if the boy is not with me, lest I see the evil that will come on my father? Then Yosef could not control himself before all those who stood before him, and he called out, Cause everyone to go out from me. No one else stood with him while Yosef made himself known to his brothers. He wept aloud, the Egyptians heard, and the house of Parol heard, and Yosef said to his brothers, I am Yosef, does my father still live? His brothers could not answer him, for they were terrified at his presence. So Yosef said to his brothers, Come near to me, please. They came near. He said, I am Yosef, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now do not be grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years the famine has been in the land, and there are yet five years in which there will be no plowing and no harvest. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to save you alive by a great deliverance. That was Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 44, verse 31 through chapter 45 and verse 7. And today, the last day of Hanukkah, we have our last reading extra Torah reading from Numbers or Bamidbar and it is chapter 7 verse 54 through chapter 8 and verse 4. On the eighth day Gamaliel the son of Pedashur, prince of the children of Manasseh, gave his offering one silver platter, 
the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. Both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Gamliel, the son of Pedashur. On the ninth day, Avidan, the son of Gedoni, prince of the children of Benjamin, gave his offering. One silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Avidan, the son of Gedoni. On the tenth day, Ahiezer, the son of Amishadai, prince of the children of Dan, gave his offering. One silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. Both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering one golden ladle of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Ahiezer, the son of Amishadai. On the eleventh day, Pagiel, the son of Ochran, prince of the children of Asher, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of 10 shekels, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Pagiel, the son of Ochran. On the twelfth day, Ahira, the son of Enan, prince of the children of Naphtali, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden spoon of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Ahira, the son of Enan.
This was the dedication offering of the altar on the day when it was anointed by the princes of Israel. Twelve silver platters, twelve silver bowls, twelve golden ladles, each silver platter weighing 130 shekels, and each bowl 70, all the silver of the vessels 2,400 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The twelve golden ladles full of incense, weighing ten shekels apiece, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. All the gold of the ladles weighed one hundred twenty shekels. All the cattle for the burnt offering, twelve bulls, the rams twelve, the male lambs a year old, twelve, and their grain offering. And twelve male goats for a sin offering. And all the cattle for the sacrifice of peace offerings, 24 bulls, 60 rams, 60 male goats, and 60 male lambs a year old. This was the dedication offering of the altar after it was anointed. When Moshe went into the tent of meeting to speak with him, he heard his voice speaking to him from above the mercy seat that was on the Ark of the Testimony, from between the two Krovim, and he spoke to him. And, Mo- and the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aaron and tell him, When you light the lamps, the seven lamps that shall give light in front of the menorah. Aaron did so. He lit its lamps to light the area in front of the menorah, as the Lord commanded Moshe. This was the workmanship of the menorah, beaten work of gold. From its base to its flowers it was beaten work, He made a menorah according to the pattern which the Lord had shown Moshe. That was Numbers, or Bamidbar, 7, 54 to 8, 4. Now we have come to our portion for the prophets. And today we have 1 Samuel, or Shmuel, chapter 20. Then David fled from Nayot in Ramah and came and said before Jonathan, What have I done? What is my iniquity? What is my sin before your father that he seeks my life? And he said to him, Far from it, you will not die. Behold, my father does nothing, either great or small, but that he discloses it to me. Why would my father hide this thing from me? It is not so. But David vowed again and said, Your father knows well that I have found favor in your eyes. And he says, Do not let Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, there is but a step between me and death. Then Jonathan said to David, Whatever you say, I will do for you. So David said to Jonathan, Behold, tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, and I should not fail to dine with the king, but let me go, that I may hide myself in the field to the third day at evening. If your father misses me at all, then say, David earnestly asked leave of me that he might run to Bethlehem, his city, for it is the yearly sacrifice there for all the family. If he says, it is well, your servant shall have shalom, but if he is angry, then know that evil is determined by him. Therefore, deal kindly with your servant, for you have brought your servant into a covenant of the Lord with you. But if there is iniquity in me, kill me yourself, 
for why should you bring me to your father? Jonathan said, Far be it from you, for if I should at all know what evil, that evil were determined by my father to come on you, then would I not tell you that? Then David said to Jonathan, Who will tell me if your father answers you roughly? And Jonathan said to David, Come, let us go out into the field. So they both went out into the field. Jonathan said to David, By the Lord, the God of Israel, when I have sounded my father about this time tomorrow, or the third day, behold, if there is good toward David, shall I not then send to you and disclose it to you? The Lord do so to Jonathan, and more also, should it please my father to do you evil, if I do not disclose it to you and send you away, that you may go in shalom. May the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. You shall not only show me the loving kindness of the Lord while I still live, that I not die, but you shall also not cut off your kindness from my house forever. No, not when the Lord has cut off every one of the enemies of David from the surface of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, The Lord will require it at the hand of David's enemies. And Jonathan caused David to swear again for the love that he had to him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. Jonathan said to him, Tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, and you will be missed, because your seat will be empty. When you have stayed three days, go down quickly and come to the place where you hid yourself when this started, and remain by the stone Etzel. And I will shoot three arrows on its side, as though I shot at a mark. Behold, I will send the boy, saying, Go, find the arrows. If I tell the boy, Behold, the arrows are on this side of you, take them. Then come, for there is peace to you, and no danger, as the Lord lives. But if I say to this to the boy, Behold, the arrows are beyond you, then go your way, for the Lord has sent you away. Concerning the matter which you and I have spoken of, behold, the Lord is between you and me forever. So David hid himself in the field. When Rosh Chodesh had come, the king sat himself down to eat food. The king sat on his seat, as at other times, even on the seat by the wall, and Jonathan stood up, and Abner sat by Shaul's side, but David's place was empty. Nevertheless, Shaul did not say anything that day, for he thought, Something has happened to him. He is not clean. Surely he is not clean. And it came to pass on the next day, after Rosh Chodesh, the second day, that David's place was empty. Shaul said to Jonathan his son, Why has not the son of Jesse come to eat, either yesterday or today? So Jonathan answered Shaul, David earnestly asked permission of me to go to Bethlehem. He said, Please let me go, for our family has a sacrifice in the city. My brother has commanded me to be there. Now, if I have found favor in your eyes, please let me go away and see my brothers. Therefore he has not come to the king's table. Then Shaul's anger burned against Jonathan, and he said, You son of a perverse, rebellious woman, do I not know that you have chosen the son of 
Jesse, to your own shame, and to the shame of your mother's nakedness. For as long as the son of Jesse lives on the earth, you will not be established, nor will your kingdom. Therefore now, send and bring him to me, for he shall surely die. Then Jonathan answered Shaul his father, and said to him, Why should he be put to death? What has he done? But Shaul cast his spear at him to strike him. By this Jonathan knew that his father was determined to put David to death. So Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger and ate no food the second day of the month, for he was grieved for David, because his father had treated him shamefully. In the morning Jonathan went out into the field at the time appointed with David and a little boy with him. He said to his boy, Run, find now the arrows which I shoot. As the boy ran, he shot an arrow beyond him. When the boy had come to the place of the arrow which Jonathan had shot, Jonathan cried after the boy and said, Is not the arrow beyond you? Jonathan cried after the boy, Go fast, hurry, do not delay. Jonathan's boy gathered up the Arabs and came to his master. But the boy did not know anything. Only Jonathan and David knew the matter. And Jonathan gave his weapons to his boy and said to him, Go, carry them to the city. As soon as the boy was gone, David arose out of the south and fell on his face to the ground and bowed himself three times. They kissed one another and wept one with another, and David wept the most. Jonathan said to David, Go in shalom because we have both sworn in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord is between me and you, and between my offspring and your offspring forever. That was First Samuel, or Shmuel, chapter 20. And now we have come to the portion of the writings, which today is Psalm 60. For the chief musician, to the tune of Shushan Edut, a teaching miktam by David, when he fought with Aram Naharaim and with Aram Zobah, and Yoav returned and killed 12,000 of Edom in the Valley of Salt. God, you have rejected us, you have broken us down, you have been angry, restore us again. You have made the land tremble, you have torn it. Mend its fractures, for it quakes. You have shown your people have hard things. You have made us drink the wine that makes us stagger. You have given a banner to those who fear you, that it may be displayed because of the ninth. Excuse me. That it may be displayed, displayed because of the truth, Silah. So that your beloved may be delivered, save with your right hand and answer us. God has spoken from his sanctuary. I will triumph. I will divide Shechem and measure out the valley of Sukkot. Gilad is mine and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is the defense of my head. Yehuda is my scepter. Moab is my wash basin. I will throw my sandal at the dome. I shout in triumph over Philistia. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who has led me to a dome? Have not you, God, rejected us? You do not go out with our armies, God. Give us help against the adversary, 
for the help of man is vain. Through God we will do valiantly, for it is he who will tread down our adversaries. That was Psalm 60. And now our last portion for today in the Apostolic Writings. It is Mark chapter 14, verses 1 through 26. It was now two days before Pesach and the Feast of Matzot, and the chief Kohanim and the Torah teachers sought how they might seize him by deception and kill him. For they said, Not during the feast, because there might be a riot among the people. And while he was at Bethany, in the house of Shimon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster jar of ointment of pure nard, very costly. She broke the jar and poured it over his head. But there were some who were indignant among themselves, saying, Why has this ointment been wasted? For this might have been sold for more than three hundred denarii and given to the poor. So they grumbled against her. But Yeshua said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. For you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want to, you can do them good. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for the burying. Amen, I tell you, wherever this good news may be preached throughout the whole world, that which this woman has done will also be spoken of for a memorial of her. Then Yehuda Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went away to the chief Kohanim, that he might deliver him to them. They, when they heard it, were glad, and promised to give him money. And he sought how he might conveniently deliver him. On the first day of Matzah, when they sacrificed the Pesach, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and prepare that you may eat the Pesach? And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and there you will meet a man carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him, and wherever he enters in, tell the master of the house. The rabbi says, Where is the guest room? where I may eat the Pesach with my disciples. And he will himself show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. Get ready for us there. And his disciples went out and came into the city and found things as he had said to them, and they prepared the Pesach. When it was evening, he came with the twelve. And as they sat and were eating, Yeshua said, Amen, I tell you, one of you will betray me, he who eats with me. They began to be sorrowful and to ask him, one by one, Surely not I. And another said, Surely not I. He answered them, It is one of the twelve, he who dips with me in the dish. For the Son of Man goes, just as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. And as they were eating, Yeshua took matzah, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave to them, and they all drank of it. He said to them, 
This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Amen, I tell you, I will no more drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. When they had sung the Hallel, they went out to the Mount of Olives. That was Mark 14, 1 through 26. And if you're reading through the Apostolic Scriptures, uh, this cycle two times, then you will also read 2 Corinthians chapter 1 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a blessed day. Shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.